What's up, lunatics? Thanks for checking into today's episode. The other day on my Instagram, um, I put out one of those little, whatever they're called, the posts that on your story that says, ask me a question. So I left it wide open for everybody to um, ask a bunch of questions and some came in. And in this video, I am going to be answering those questions. And for those of you that are new to my channel that are watching this video and watching my content, uh, please give me a subscribe, I'm trying to grow the channel need those subscriptions to do that drop a like if you like this video while we're watching it and um, drop a comment if you have any questions that you would like for me to answer let's get into it so the first question came in and they were asking what is my favorite fish to catch other than bass and unfortunately i pretty much only go bass fishing um, when i was a kid i did go trout fishing with my dad and had some pretty fun times out there going for the trout um, here locally in san diego uh, when i was a kid the the lakes would stock trout in the winter time and um, we'd go out we'd go fish for those trout and catch those trout so that was pretty fun um, also caught some catfish in the past, but now I'm pretty much solely focused on those largemouth and smallmouth bass and spotted bass when I'm in an area where they have them. Um, largemouth, I'm pretty much uh, what I catch down here locally in San Diego. And when I get out of town, uh, we do have some smallmouth that we can go and catch. And then if you go up north into Northern California, we do have those spotted bass. But unfortunately, that's pretty much all I target. I mean, my goal is to fish professionally. And um, to do that, I gotta focus on these bass and figure out how to catch bass as best as possible and to catch as big as bass as possible. So that's pretty much what I'm focusing on right now. So the next question is asking if there's a better jig bite early in the morning or midday once the temps warm up. And I've always had better success on the jig in the morning. I mean, I have caught fish in the afternoon throwing a jig and lately, this is the jig that I've been catching my fish on. It's one of my stand-up football heads with that jungle cross skirt on it. Uh, one of my favorite jigs right now, and as you can see, it's pretty pretty beat up. I probably need to um, get another one tied on here, but it's just, it's just been on here, so I keep using it. But overall, I've had the best luck, even in the winter cold months, up shallow, throwing a jig up on the bank, especially after the rains. Um, I've had fairly good luck catching those jig fish in the morning. Um, as that maybe the water's rising or a little bit or those fish came up because of that new water coming into the lake and um, That's usually when I, I have my best luck on the jig Now you can throw the jig offshore on some rocks and stuff like that and and I have caught jig fish doing that um, but in the afternoon um, locally for me, I, I haven't had the best luck on the jig. Locally for me I, in San Diego, I have the best luck throwing the jig in the morning. Um, out of town though, I, I think it just kind of depends on the day. I think that I've caught jig fish pretty much you know, throughout the day, depending on where I'm fishing. If I'm out at Lake Mead or something like that, I definitely feel like I can get bit on the jig pretty much um, whenever throughout the day. I've had times where um, I was out, the, out there in the desert and um, the afternoon is when that jig bite turned on. And I don't know that it was really because the water temps warmed up. I think that's just when they wanted to feed and um, they liked that jig. Also up at Shasta, I've caught fish on a jig in the afternoon and for whatever reason, they didn't want that jig until, until late afternoon. It was almost pretty much when your day was over out on the water, that's when those fish wanted to eat the jig. And um, up there, it was, it was a green pumpkin colored jig. And um, I remember it was 
last year, I think it was, in the first first day of the tournament, I had a, a 10 pound bag, which typically at Shasta, 10 pounds is a solid limit. And uh, my last fish of the day, last spot, one of my last casts, because it was just right there, like I said, the very, very end of the day. Um, I'm throwing the jig, and I ended up catching, I think, a three pounder or something like that. And it was typically 10 pounds is, is a solid bag up at Shasta, but that particular tournament was when one of the guys was was just destroying them and catching eights and 13 pound bass up there on swim baits and it was just one of those one of those tournaments one of those trips where um guys were catching real big weight up at shasta which isn't isn't common so the next question that came in was asking what my favorite bed fishing lure is and i think normally um my favorite bed fishing lure is going to be a drop shot and probably gonna put like a, a small swim bait on there uh, maybe something like a, a green pumpkin or or a, a shad color because sometimes what those those smaller bait fish will do is they'll come in and try to eat those eggs so it'll really aggravate the bass that are sitting on those beds and it'll force them to bite because they don't want that little shad to go in there and eat their eggs and then obviously if the eggs get eaten then they're not gonna be able to have a successful spawn so sometimes that that drop shot can really be a key for catching those those bed fish um, a couple other baits that i think are going to be um, great on beds is this six cents stroker craw it's this is a green pumpkin one obviously um, and i think that this is something that you could definitely use as a bed fishing bait just you know texas rig it probably peg that that weight as well and just just sit that thing on that bed you could also probably put this on a ned rig and get the to kind of float and get those craws to kind of you know really give it some action to really aggravate that fish because that's really what you're doing on those beds is really aggravating that bass and forcing it to bite because it doesn't want that bait on that bed anymore because it doesn't really want to eat when it's on the bed you're really just making it mad to the point where it eats and then another really good bait i think for um, bed fishing is going to be this uh six cents prawn I think that this bait right here is gonna be something that, that you could definitely use on the beds. I think that um, these little, you can tear these apart just like that and it's gonna give it a lot of action and it's gonna sit flat right on that bed and I think you'll be able just to drag it and just really let it sit there right on top of that bed, make that fish mad and really get them to go and bite these baits. So the next question I got is if you had to use one other boat brand what would it be and um, if you don't know already i drive or i run a skeeter zx225 and i love that boat i had a zx200 prior to getting to this boat um, if i had to run a different boat i imagine i would probably pick a phoenix um, i've heard good things about a phoenix i've been in a couple myself and um, they're good boats. I mean, there's a ton of good boats on the market. Pretty much pretty much every brand is a quality boat. And what it boils down to is what is important to you. Um, I've always really liked the Skeeters. I've always liked the way they look. And then I've had the opportunity to get into a Skeeter myself. So um, I think that that's, you know, something that was cool kind of going into the buying of a new boat I, i'd always liked the skeeters just as a kid just seeing the boats on the lake seeing other people have the different boats out on the water i just really liked the way the skeeters look 
and um, when I started uh, looking into buying a new boat, I pretty much was going to pick either a Skeeter or a Phoenix, and I ended up going with the Skeeter, and I really am happy with that purchase. And the reason I went with that Skeeter is one, because I like them, and two, it, it's hard to beat the price point that these ZX models come in. These things come tournament ready. So the graphs are, are good enough for your tournaments. It's got the power pole, it's got a motor that's gonna put you um, in competition with these other, other boats on the market. It's gonna be big enough, it's gonna handle that raw, big water well enough to be able to put yourself out there and fish these tournaments. And it comes in at a price that is reasonable. Now all these boats are expensive, so don't get me, oh, you know, they're over $50,000, that's true. Pretty much every boat on the market is expensive, but for the price that you get these ZX model Skeeters at and all the standard features that come with these boats, it's a hard um, boat to pass up when it comes to affordability and price. Thank you guys for watching the video today. I really, really appreciate it. Drop some more questions down in the comment section below. Um, I wanna provide as much value as I can to you guys. And if you put some more questions down below, I can answer them quickly in the comment section and then I can expand upon it in a future video to come. I wanna put out more content and I want it to be valuable for you guys. So if you guys put that stuff in the comment section below, I can save it and use it for a future video where I can go into much more detail. Some of it might be quick question and answer like today's video was and some of it might be a specific video on just that topic depending on how detailed the answer is gonna be. But thank you. Please subscribe to my channel if you're new and if you haven't already. Drop me a question down below in the comments and give the video a thumbs up. Thanks again for watching and I'll see you guys next time. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really appreciate it. I want to talk to you guys real quick before we go about how you can support my podcast. You guys know I want to fish professionally and make a living doing it, and I can't do that on my own. So if you guys want to support the podcast, that's an option that Anchor provides, so I want to let you guys know about it. If you're interested in doing that, go to anchor.fm slash matt-luna-fishing and click the support this podcast link. I'll also leave a link in the show notes if it's something that you're interested in. I kind of feel weird ask, uh, mentioning it, but I wanted to pass that information along to you guys. Also, if you want to get a free ebook that I have put out, all you got to do is sign up for my email list. There'll be a link in the show notes for that as well. And you can learn about what bass seed talks about shad, bluegill, and crawfish, and the different times of year that you can target those forages where the bass should be. may not be a perfect every time you go fishing way to find the bass, but it can kind of give you that yearly timeline and help you be close to the right areas where those fish are. So thanks again for listening. I appreciate it.